Hello, and welcome to the Reach or Miss Show, the podcast for the customer-focused entrepreneur, where Hayut Yogev speaks with entrepreneurs for entrepreneurs about reaching or missing the critical point of approaching the right customer with the right message at the right time and place. The point where business success starts. And here is your host, Hayut Yogev. Rich or Miss, episode 111. Hey, Richers, so great to be here with you. And I'm very, very happy and excited to let you know that finally, next week, I launch my free masterclass about reaching your entrepreneurial business success before the end of 2019. So stay tuned and I'll share with you all the details on the next episode. In the meantime, if you haven't done it yet, I recommend you to go to the richomis.com website homepage and to the show notes of this interview and check out the free guides and cheat sheet. It can really help you to drive your entrepreneurial business success to the highest levels. And now, I would like to introduce you my guest today. Andres Bira. 16 years ago, Andres was homeless, sleeping on the beaches of Thailand, starving, frustrated, and angry at his situation. When he reached out to the last of his friends he hadn't already begged for money from, his friend responded by giving him something that would prove to be much more valuable a book called The Secret. Though it did not happen overnight, today he runs over 19 companies, employs over 200 people, and is one of the largest real estate developers in Thailand. He has only just begun his journey and continued to apply the lessons he learned in The Secret, only to see more prominent and significant results. Andres had narrowed down the 18 principles he uses to achieve success, which are now laid out in his book, Homeless to Billionaire. Andres Pira, what a pleasure to have you. Hi. Hi. Thank you so much for having me here today. It's such a pleasure to have you here. And I'm really so excited to hear your stories. So great that you are here. And I just shared with my audience what you've done until now. And I would like to ask you to share with us what are you doing and most passionate about today and where are you heading? Wow. Well, um, my line of work has been real estate. I've been in real estate for 16 years and that's still my passion. I love building things. I love selling things and I love buying things within real estate and uh, that has been one of my big passions and i also just recently launched my um, my autobiography my book about my journey in real estate and my different countries i've been living in so my passion is to reach out to as many people as possible and hopefully they can get inspired to to fulfill their desires and dreams i'm sure they will tell me a few words about where did you come from because you have a unique story isn't it well i i do hope uh, that <laughs> it's uh, unique enough to inspire others but also make people believe that um, they can also do whatever they put their mind to and uh, well i'm originally from sweden 
my mother is from South America, my father from Sweden, and I was uh, born in South America but raised in Sweden. And I left Sweden when I was uh, 20 years old, and I'm 37 now, and I've been living the last uh, almost 17 years in Thailand. Hmm. Oh, and you live there. So you are the citizen of the world, isn't it? I would say that I'm a global citizen. I love to uh, travel around and uh, live in different places and see different cultures and learn from it. Sounds great. Who are your customers? What kind of business are you doing? Who do you see as your customers? Oh, my customers are very international and... Uh, What I do in Asia, mostly in Thailand, is I build uh, condominiums, residential villas, and um, commercial buildings. And I have customers from all over the world. And uh, I mean, I'm building many different kinds of uh, real estate developments from residential houses to villas to condominiums, commercial buildings. And my customers are from Europe, Russia, China, Australia. America, so it's, it's a big diversity of different nationalities mm-hmm. that, uh, that uh, works with me. And you just published your book, and do you see your readers as your customers as well? Um, well, hopefully they can not really look customers. I'm not looking out to, to make money from, from my readers. I, I want them to get inspired, and hopefully they'll try my principles that I've been using for the last uh, 16 years. And they will also see great results. So that, that's the whole idea with writing this book. What is the main principles that you are actually want them to use or to learn from you? Well, I have 18 principles in the book, and uh, that's all to do with mindset and how to um, negotiate and how to talk to people, how to control your emotions, how to control your thoughts, and then how to make goals lists, how to visualize, and how to uh, follow your dreams and uh, don't listen to others. But I would say the three most important principles for me would be to be able to be successful and to get anything you want in life. First of all, you have to make sure what is it you want. And most people, hmm. well, they, don't, they don't know that. They start to tell you about all the things that they don't want instead of focusing <laughs> on the things that they want. So I would say be very specific. That's the first principle. Be laser focused on what you want to be, do and have. And then write those things down because uh, that that's one of the first um, fundamental principles to to succeed with any in life is to make crystal clear pictures on this is what i'm going to go for Hmm. and second one is to to visualize and believe you can get them i mean our mind is a very very powerful tool and when we visualize our goals and see that they already happen and we uh, pursue them and we actually take action then uh, we start to see great things uh, happening and we start uh, closing into our goals and desires and this they will come eventually if we never give up And the other, the third principle is to help others to be successful. Whatever you want in life, make sure to give it to others. If you want money, help other people make money. If you want success, um, help other people become successful. So whatever you give out in life is what comes back to you every single time. I love this. You know, we are all about, this podcast is all about customer focus and how to actually see things from the point of view of your customers. And we're talking with entrepreneurs, and I want to ask you, what would be your best advice for entrepreneurs regarding customer focus or customer approach as business people? Well, I mean, the first companies that I, that I established, they went bankrupt. Uh, I, hmm. I started, I was successful, and then uh, I went bankrupt because I started with the wrong things, and I would put focus on the wrong thing. I invested the money that I was getting in, my returns and incomes. 
I just started to invest him in the wrong departments, wrong people, wrong offices. And the first thing with any entrepreneur or if they want to start a company or continue having the company or, or seeing the company grow, I would say the first very important thing is to always focus, first of all, on your marketing, on getting the customers. Because if you don't have the customers, you don't have sales. If you don't have sales, you don't have income. If you don't have income, you don't have a company. So first, hmm. everything starts with the marketing. Make sure that you have a source where you get your leads, get your customers, because from there, all the other departments will be developed. Do you have any secret or idea in marketing that really works for I you? I can only talk from a real estate perspective because that's my profession. The, the... No problem. <laughs> We've, we had three of them already well, in the show, but both uh, the two others are from Texas. Okay. So... Let's see uh, the one from Thailand. <laughs> I think that's, um, I mean, doesn't matter what country or, or uh, geographical position your companies are. I think sure. with marketing, is, it's like the story with the fisherman. The bigger net you have, the more fish you get. So it's important to put marketing hmm. in the different channels and aspects. It's like a crane of water. You can have one crane that pr- produces X amount of liters, but if you have 10 of these cranes, you will get 10 amounts of, uh, of water, right? So it's the same with marketing, and I believe that making right. sure to put it in as many different marketing aspects as possible. What we do in real estate, we have, we're very good at online on, on websites and Google, uh, Google AdWords. Then we have um, also in-house operations where uh, we, we have our offices in shopping malls and where people walk the most, the strategic locations, right? And mm-hmm. word of mouth is also very important because when a customer is happy, they will recommend you to friends and family and even other customers, and also give them incentives. So every buyer you have, what we notice is that's the most important client because if you take care of them well, they're going to continue to invest with you. They're going to give you more business and give them incentive. If they can give you other clients or other family members to buy with you, you give them a special incentive or some kind of payroll or something, and they will continue to work for you. So it's spreading, spreading the word as much as possible and create awareness, have a good brand, have a good um, uh, visibility in general. These are the main rules for any field, creating the awareness and then create the drive to buy. These are the main things. I know you've got a lot of successes and we'll get to that in a minute, but I would like to ask you to share with us your biggest, most critical failure with customers, the one that affected your entrepreneurial journey the most or almost the most. Mm. Can you share that with you us? You mean specific with customers, say, or? Uh... Yeah. I prefer okay. that it will be with customers, but it, it has to do with business. Absolutely. But something specific. You don't have, of course, to say names or anything, but some specific story that you failed. Yeah. Because I think to, to hear successful people... Yeah. Talking about their failures is very, very powerful. Absolutely. Uh, I would say my first startups, my first companies, what I realized that uh, every time we acquired cl- clients, every time we acquired buyers um, to our company, they started to buy products from us. They started to, to be our customers. And what we didn't do in the start, uh, we didn't follow up on them in the right way because customers, they like to be taken care of. They want us to, to, to reach out to them sometimes. How are you today? And um, have you seen anything from our newsletters? Where the follow-up is very important with any customers you have. And what we understood is that customer, if you don't do that, they start to, to go to other companies, they start to research other, other investment opportunities, and they start to um, 
see if there is other possibilities out there. So we have to keep our clients that already bought from us very close to us. And when I started our customer service department, that's when actually we started to see an increase in revenue because uh, the, the clients were happy we're reaching out to them and they were happy that we didn't forget them. When we started to send them postcards every Christmas or on their birthday or something, and that's small reminders that we are here, we, don't, we know you're there, congratulations, happy birthday, or Merry Christmas, and all these kind of small things all the time makes the customer feel very appreciated. So when we started with the, all this department and to follow up, we started to see more happy clients, they started to buy more, they started to recommend more clients, and that I think most essential things that, uh, that we realized. Do you remember any experience of feeling failure before you felt the success or you don't have anything specific in mind? That's why we started this department because we started to fail. The clients that, that bought from us, they, start, they stopped replying. They started uh, answering our phone calls and we heard that they bought with another company and they went to another uh, agency or another developer. And we started to lose customers and we started to lose revenues. And uh, when, we, when you start like that, you need to act quickly. But in, we learned from trial and error. We acted late. We lost a lot of income, revenues, because many clients were going elsewhere. And whatever market you're in, there is always competition. There is always companies that are always going to try uh, to take the clients you have and offer them better products. And when you, that's what we, we got aware of. And we're doing it so much better. But yes, we started to fail in that aspect before we turned it around. Hmm, I love this story. And now I would like you to share with us the story of your greatest, or almost the greatest, most significant success as a result of the right customer focus or something that you did right about approaching your customers or about selling them. Mm. Well, I would say our greatest success is when we manage to make great returns for our clients, great investments. And do clients buy, buy certain products from us, but when we manage to sell them for a better price than they bought, or um, they got a better return or they managed to upgrade their, their unit or, or their house to something better, something bigger, something grander, because we managed to sell their initial investment. That, that's great success. And that creates a lot of trust with the clients. They will continue to buy from you. They know it works and they will talk very good about you. So our focus is to always make sure that our clients also make money and make investments because that's how we continue growing as a company. I love that because so many times... As business people, people tend to look at what happened to them. Mm. Okay, I bought at this price and now I doubled it and sold it at much a bigger amount or made a much bigger revenue than I thought. But here you're talking about what you managed to do for your clients. And you're not talking about yourself. Obviously, it comes together. But I think this is the right way to look at it. And I love this example. Can you recommend the best, most effective technological or digital tool that's related to customer focus, marketing, sales, business? However, you know, everyone is asking about the shiniest last tool at the endless list, and I'm not looking for that. I'm looking for one technological tool, any kind of technological tool that really works for you. that really helps you to do better business, to approach your customers better or anything related to this? That's a great question. And um, I, I haven't extensively researched all the different technologies and digital platforms and marketing to be able to do that. But a, a big success for us is after we started to use VR systems and, and walkthroughs uh, for our clients. So we, we can actually put 
VR systems on our client, virtual reality uh, tours, and people can uh, can sit in China or Australia or America or any country, and if they feel like being in that particular uh, room or unit or house already, they can walk around and uh, and feel like they're already there. And with this technology that we have now, and we even have them in in offices and and shopping malls from our offices, so they actually don't. We need to, we, sometimes we don't need to have to pick them up and show them the actual unit. They can see it with the VR system and. With that, we sold extensive amount of units just with this technology. We even have people online who has a VR system, goes into our VR platforms and, and houses and, and apartments, and they, they have actually bought them online because they, they can already see how it looks like with, with this technology. And I think that uh, and we have allocated a lot more budget to continue developing that side because I see that we can actually make sales with the client not physically being in the apartment or, or house. That's fantastic because actually it really serves the idea of being a global citizen and having a global client, isn't Absolutely. it? Absolutely. Suddenly the borders started to be not as relevant as they used to be. Absolutely. And that's where we're steering into. I mean, the, the old school was to, uh, to sell a property in, in my line of work or, or, or a unit or investment. The client needs to fly there. They need to make an appointment with the agent, with the broker. They need to go around to three, four different places. We can take a whole day and sometimes they need to reschedule for another day. But with this VR system, you save so much time and effort. And perhaps you they, they see 10 different properties with the VR system and they can select it. I just want to see one or two only, take me there. Instead of, taking ten, instead of showing them 10 of them physically and then they don't like any of them. So it has saved us a lot of time and time is money as we know. Hmm. Yeah. You know, there are many factors that affect one's success. However, I believe that for each of us, there is one factor that really made things happen for them. And I would like to ask you, what is your one key success factor? What works for you? Oh, there is so many things that works for me. <laughs> what is your secret magic in the world of business or as a person? Customer care and being honest to your word and delivering. If you promise something, make sure to deliver it to your customer because you can lose your reputation in one day, but it takes many years to, to get one. And also um, teamwork and, and, and employees and, and motivation and getting people together and works as team. That, that creates much more success to be in individual people uh, trying to, uh, to do something by themselves. For me, this is very important key factors. And, and also, I have golden rules in my company that no negativity or gossip is allowed on any departments or any, any uh, offices or companies that I have because they spread very quick and they can destroy whole departments and offices. So I have many of these kind of things that, that, that are run with my teams. I love the gossip issue. And um, how many employees do you have today? I have 249 employees at the moment. All over the world or most of them in Thailand? Or? Uh, Asia most of the time, yes. And then, yeah, and I have a few of them uh, in, uh, in Sweden as well. But uh, most of my operations is Thailand and Asia, yeah. When you talked about the customer care and being honest, which I really loved, mm. I believe these are kind of skills. Can you? point one factor which is part of your character or your way of life or something that actually reflects your personality um in business or in uh, in private <laughs> um things that affects your entrepreneurial journey mm-hmm. 
It can be both, it can be private, but things that affect your entrepreneurial journey most. Um, many people that works with me, they, they do say that they see me as a visionary and a driving factor and a motivator, and I love to inspire and motivate my, my team members around because if a great leader has a great vision, the other people will believe in the vision and they have a goal to achieve together. But it's very important for the leader to paint that in a best, in a, in a good way. I've seen many leaders, many CEOs, many managers, they don't have a, a real goal with the team. So the whole team gets disorientated. And that's very important as a key factor to be that. And also as a human and as a CEO leader, if you do something wrong, admit it. And hmm. for my employees that I did a bad mistake, let's learn from it and make sure we don't do it again because... When you do that in front of us, they see that you're a human, but you take responsibility for your errors and they actually look up to you more. I see many other leaders, they refuse to say when they're wrong. And at the end, the, the people that follows you, they're going to lose the whole trust for you. So all these key aspects is important. And when you say you're going to follow up on something, make sure to follow up on it. So this is uh, things that uh, I think are very important. Yeah, thank you for that. You talked about two things. You talked about having a goal for your people, but you talked about being a visionary. And I think there is a difference. A lot of managers find the way to put goals or they take somebody that do the process with them and they put goals. But being a visionary is being a leader and it's something that is very, very important. And I love it. My final question before asking you what's the best way to be in touch with you and how sure. to find your book, my final question is my mountain question. Okay. I always imagine this, and my listeners know that by now, I always imagine this journey of marketing and building the trust and relationships with the customers as climbing a mountain. Because we want to build idea, and especially when we are coming with a new product or a new service, as most entrepreneurs do, we are actually want them to believe in something that doesn't exist. And we want them to start to be aware of that. And it's step after step after step. And I always imagined that for years is climbing a mountain. And I want to ask you, did you ever climb the mountain or wish to climb a mountain? Or do you have any relationships with mountains at all? You mean physical mountains? or? Uh... I do mean physical mountains, literally a mountain. Okay, well, I'm happy you asked that question. Mountains is one of my biggest passions because when I'm up in mountaintops, I'm, I'm a mountaineer. I, I climb mountains all over the world. I do treks and hikes mm -hmm. in many different continents. I've been in active volcanoes. I just came back from Kilimanjaro. I summited... Oh, this is my mountain. <laughs> Not because I climbed it. I didn't and I probably won't at my age, but I were there with my kids at Tanzania and they decided they're going to do that one day together. They're very good friends. And I chose this as my mountain when I interviewed myself. So you climbed the Kilimanjaro. This is great. Yeah, I did. And it was the best, one of the best uh, treks I ever done. And then And why I do it? Well, I get my biggest inspirations and motivations when I'm away from civilizations, when I'm away from phones and faxes and emails and phone calls. That's when I mm -hmm. have time for myself and think about my next visions or my next goals and companies or uh, strategies and all these great creations and, and creativity comes to me when I'm up with nature all by myself or with the good friends. So I, I love that. I did this. My biggest passion is when I really feel being alive is to, to do this thing. So, yeah. Hmm, wow. 
And as all this interview, you didn't talk about the difficulties. You talked about the inspiration. Wow. Um, Andres, yeah. A, it's a difficult thing to summit high mountains, and Kilimanjaro was very, very hard. But you actually, it's also psychological because one part of yourself is telling you that give up, give up. Why are you doing this? You could be in the hotel with a nice spa and a swimming pool instead of <laughs> in this mountain with her. with pain all over your, your body, you're freezing. But one part of your mind is saying, one more step, one more step, don't give up. The other part is saying, give up. But what I notice is the same with mind and success, because if you just continue taking that next step, next time, you're always going to reach your destination. And that's what I learned with mountaineering as well, that if we never give up, we always uh, come to our destination that we were initially wanted to be in. So it's, uh, it's a great tool of um, strengthening your mind. Beautiful. Andres, what is the best way to be in touch with you and to connect with you for any of our listeners that will want to be in touch with you or that want to hear how to find your book? And we will have all these links in our show notes of the interview. So what will be the best way? Well, we have our own website. It's andrespira.com, A-N-D-R-E-S-P-I-R-A.com. And they can download a free chapter of the book that I just released, Homeless to Billionaire. And it's an autobiography. And also they can download a free chapter or a short description of the 18 principles that I teach and, and study and um, help people with almost every single day. And if they like the content there, they can purchase the book at Amazon. It's on Kindle version for 99 cents or the hard copy if they want the actual copy to be delivered. So... Hopefully, um, they will get inspired and use the principles and they will start to see great results. I'm sure they will. I'm going, of course, to read it. I didn't have a chance before, but I will read it and we'll put the link to Amazon as well. Andres, I would like to thank you so much for this interesting and inspirational uh, conversation. It has been a pleasure. Well, thank you so much for having me. And I think... Uh, your questions have been great. I love when people ask me more in depth about companies and then... And, and, and uh, how to reach certain things. So um, thank you so much. Thank you. And thank you for this inspiration. Have a great day and take care. You too. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Thanks. And for you, our listeners, until the next time, it all goes down to this. You either reach or miss. Keep reaching your goals and vision. Bye. Thank you for listening to The Reach or Miss Show, the podcast for the customer-focused entrepreneur. You can find all the information, links, and resources that was mentioned at the show in our website, reachormiss.com. See you next week.